Greetings and thank you for listening to this week's edition of Mount Rushmore. We are going to be discussing something dear to all of our hearts, the Mount Rushmore of video game consoles. Those consoles you spent countless hours in front of trying to beat whatever boss you were trying to beat at the current time before you asked your parents to go buy you the new console. We're going to be discussing which four makes the list and becomes the Mount Rushmore of video game consoles. Take a gander. Again, this podcast is brought to you by the Well That's Cool Podcast Network. We want to thank all our sponsors for being fantastic and helping us bring this to the masses. Yeah, just like it hits that stick, like wah, wah. <laughs> that dude was hanging on that whammy bar. America, yeah, our great sound guy once again producing a fantastic show. He has a name for us. also, not just our great sound guy. Well, I was, it was like you were struggling with getting the name out. That's ye- him, Captain Courageous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you should be hearing that in eight bit this time around. Nice. Excellent. We're, list, we're hearing it in 8-bit because this is the Mount Rushmore of video game consoles. That's right. In this episode, we're going to be discussing the four video game consoles that make up the definitive list of the best video game consoles out there. Which ones are the four? There are quite a few to select from going all the way back into the 70s, 80s, and... We're going to try to narrow that list down. Again, tonight our panel will be, uh, to my right, my co-host, Daniel Wagner. Howdy, howdy. Sitting right next to him, the one and only TJ Rip. How's it going, guys? And across from the table joining us again is the one and only Brian Oliu. I'm great, TJ. How are you? Our first two-time guest. Yes, our first two-time guest. Two-time, two-time, two-time. King Brian. (laughs) Thank him him for joining us again. (laughs) I'm sticking my pinky up. All right. Before we get into the discussion, just kind of give a... um, everybody's thoughts on what makes a good memorable video game console amongst kind of like the evolution of video game consoles you had the wave in the late 70s with atari and coleco and that kind of led into the uh the crash of 83 where the video game industry kind of seemed dead then nintendo came on the scene in the united states a few years later and just really kind of dominated the market sega rose and they kind of hit the hit the ground running when they brought out the sega genesis you had the 16-bit generation, and then the different generations after that. So, in everybody's opinion, what kind of made the memorable consoles, or what stood out to make a memorable console? Uh, a memorable console, like when you when you actually break down of what it it can be seen in a couple of ways. There's sales, of course, because if your console is good, it's just one of the few medians that we can sit here and actually debate that sales matter. In a sense that, like, people buy good consoles. Shitty consoles die. Um, It's the quality of game. It's the lasting memory you have with it. But to me also, it's, especially in the later generations, what it also added to the entire fold. How did it become a part of the Lexicon and become a billion-dollar industry now? What was its important piece in the, its cog in the whole machine? 
Yeah, um, for me, there. Did you ever see that video? There's a bunch of videos of this stuff, sort of stuff, but I think there's a Nintendo 64 video uh, of this kid opening up on Christmas morning. That Nintendo 64. We got the Nintendo 64, and like his sister's going ape shit, and and um, there's like that excitement of like you've been looking forward to this and you want it and you finally get it. Or or also, um, I don't know if you guys have had this, but do you ever? I remember, like, I used to have dreams that I would own yes. a certain. Oh, absolutely. Would, oh, yeah. I would have a dream, like, where I played this fucking all these games that I wanted to play on a console that I did not currently own. Yeah. And I would wake up and just be like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna go back down to the living room that's, and oh, they're not. Fuck, they're I don't not, have that. Yeah. Not video game dreams. So I still have dreams like that where I'm like, man, I got a million dollars in this car, and it's like I wake up, I was like, ah, oh, shit. I'll yeah. try to go back to sleep and think that actually. I'm I've, I'm in a dream for my good life, right? And now it's like if I go back to sleep, I'll wake up in that good life, not into this hoping. hell yeah. that I live in currently. <laughs> with no video game, it was with console. no video game console. <laughs> but it was important, goddammit. Those things. Yeah, were, I mean, like I, I was the first kid on my block with the just the original Nintendo, and, and that was that and was legit. Like, that established the pecking order. Yeah, in neighborhoods did. across yeah, the no. country. It's, yeah. And you go over to your friend's place because, like, oh, they have that system, and, and that was that was important. Is that also you how learn- you could gauge if you were one of the poor kids? <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Engages like they go to Nintendo, and it I also- heard they're also they don't eat uh, hamburger helper every night. <laughs> it also it <laughs> also determined like your morals because it made you have to determine: Do I really want to hang out with this kid that I don't like, but he has? the super nintendo and nobody sure. else does or like hey i've got the super nintendo because my parents didn't want me to have blood on mortal Kombat, but you know the other guy has the genesis right yeah and you have like that i mean that was also like a huge rivalry as an, even as a kid like you know all of a sudden i was the nintendo household and like my best friend had a genesis he's like nintendo so i'm like no man i don't <laughs> genesis I like, does what nintendo <laughs> don't yeah man <laughs> and like nintendo had the worst commercials in the world and like you couldn't win the cool points for like the gen like genesis was just like a cooler machine it but, was like, coke versus pepsi it really was it was coke versus pepsi is exactly what it was um yeah, uh, but I, you know, for me, I think like a good video and console for me, it's mostly about the games um, and just uh, you know what comes out. Uh, a lot of times, we consider consoles, but we also consider it by its like first party games. This yeah. idea that you could play this game on this console and you cannot play it on a different it, console. Not only that, but also um, you know with the, with so many games that besides the first party games, when you have third party developers that make games for every single console, but it's like which version is yeah, the, which one which do you want? The best one, yeah. or like the definitive, like in the Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think even and before we get to list, the Mortal Kombat for Super Nintendo is better than Sega Genesis. Oh, it's, it's, blood it's, or a, no far, blood. it's a far superior game. It runs better, but yeah. A B A C A B B. Like you didn't have the code I could put in there, which that is a debate of versions on it. The Genesis version of the Beavis and Butthead game is 150 oh times better God, than the Super Nintendo version. The They're version also, of Wayne, Aladdin. Yeah, Aladdin. All the Lion the King. Games. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that's such a, a novelty of a bygone era of video games. Now, if it's put out cross-platform, it's going to be damn near identical almost, on the PS3 or the Xbox. Unless you choose a specific thing, being like, okay, you can have this unlockable character in this well, one. Yeah, and the then it becomes an exclusive DLC. You get an exclusive and, DLC. And heavy I think we'll probably touch on stuff like that here as we get into our list. So we're going to jump right ahead into that with our four spots. Again, this doesn't necessarily mean the least of the four, but we have to start somewhere and work our way to the top. So we'll start with the fourth spot. Uh, mine is going to be a uh, 
system I never owned, but I understand its impact. It's the PlayStation 2. Even though there was a sequel that came out to PlayStation 2 and even the Xbox on the other side, it kind of launched this current generation of systems. Um, it was a big build-up to the release. It was a big media-hyped event. It seemed real and modern and new. started implementing a lot of the features we're seeing today, even though there was already live video game play and systems before the PlayStation 2. It really kind of started catching on with this generation. It Daniel, I think you were telling me last night they stopped making games for the PlayStation 2 no, just they, recently. they stopped making the system oh, in that's Japan right. in November of last it year. Had, it had yeah. staying power it's a, is what, it, it, it's is a what 12, it was. It lasted 12 years. A system was made for 12 years. I'm going to talk a lot about the PlayStation 2 later in the show because yeah, I, I believe too, that yeah. it is it, it's a system that still holds up. The games and even the graphic quality was amazing and it's the first one of you saw a legitimate jump in the quality of the game and mm. what you were seeing it created open world it created a lot of things there's it, yeah. it's a brilliant brilliant machine yeah. you have I, it you have it undervalued actually yeah. i think you're underestimating and underselling the greatness of the ps2 i feel it, well, yeah. i'm confident TJ, your I'm rebuttal you'll yeah. i have no rebuttal for the ps2 <laughs> uh it, it is a great system and and there were a lot of uh yeah titles that only came out on the ps2 that that still stand up today i mean the resident evil series basically made its bread and butter on the on the ps2 or the and, ps1 actually the, uh, the first three are PS1s, and they're the three best. Oh, shit. And yep. Resident Evil 4 was a GameCube game that later came out for the PS2. And that's mm-hmm. a damn good one. Yeah, that's a, it's a good one. That's it's a good not one. as good but as I, 2. I distinctly I mean, well, yeah. remember... Or I'm thinking maybe more GTA. No, possibly. yeah, okay, GTA, GTA was first. Closer, that was the killer app. app. Yeah. And, then the even, killer and even Final Fan, the Final Fantasy series uh, was strictly on PlayStation for a while after it kind of transitioned off Nintendo. We're yeah, starting off. One, that's the only one that was I've already yeah. shown my ass the first one in. All right. Uh, to my wheelhouse, boy. Uh, Daniel, who do you yeah. have for your... Careful. Uh, for my number four, I actually take the, um, the Challenger to the PlayStation 2, and that was the original Xbox. Oh, interesting. And I put the original Xbox in there is that it, it has two very distinctive big moments. One, it created the idea of a dedicated hard drive in the system for disc-based games. Now, you can sit there and try to debate me about the Sega CD, but the Sega CD was a <laughs> peripheral. It was not a system. You could not just buy the Sega CD and no, have it run without a Genesis. And like 15 power outlets right. as well. But you you had a dedicated hard drive, and the fact that there are kids these days that will never know the pain, the sheer fucking pain of trying to decide to delete a franchise off a memory card of college football that you still kind of want to play on, but you enjoyed, just because you need to save this file of Final Fantasy and really sit there and doing the math of that's where I learned how to count kilowatt or kilobytes to gigabyte or megabytes. Who said video <laughs> games never taught? Us yeah, that? of having Learn to sit there it. and be like, if I delete this, that gives me this much would give me this free so i can still play twisted metal 2 um it uh it also was the first system to really capitalize on um first person shooters of really bringing the first person shooter out into a mainstream more than goldeneye it brought and it effectively showed that you could play multiplayer all on a console over the internet other systems had tried to do it but doing dedicated with an xbox live subscription that guaranteed a quality of your connections used to maintain your servers uh 
not allowing you to do it with dial-up, making you have to have a cable internet connection so that your games didn't lag and you weren't dependent on everyone's everyone right. was on the same connections. And it without the Xbox's success in multiplayer, I don't think that you now see how every game, no matter what it is, like I'm playing the new Tomb Raider right now, and there's a multiplayer for Tomb Raider. There shouldn't be a multiplayer yeah. for Tomb Raider, but without the Xbox showing that everyone wants multiplayer, we, everyone we wouldn't have they a multiplayer. just player. shut down, like, was it last year? They just, like, the last Halo... The, the last the original the last original Halo multiplayer well, server, like yeah. server went down like last year or the year before but it, yeah. it's way longer than it yeah, should have right. been and it was like a moment I read about I never even played the original Halo online but it was such like a seminal moment of like the last fucking the last player who quit I think you can look it up on YouTube now it's like it's it's a clip that's like this is the death of something big yeah oh, I agree <laughs> the final death um, TJ who do you have for your fourth spot uh, my fourth spot is going to the Nintendo 64. Uh, now, go ahead. I was never a big Nintendo guy, um, but but that system uh, made me one. Um, uh, really, because that I don't know if you guys remember um, the the I was like maybe 14, 15 when that came out, and the the Mario 64 came with the system, or maybe to buy it, but it was it was. The first 3D experience that was really gripping, and and there's so many fucking games on that system. But they had the opening screen of, of playing with Mario's face, and just like you, and then you see the fucking castle, and you start to run around. It was a really important moment in my video game like career. I guess it was. That's fair. It was amazing to me that what the what that was capable of. I know it was a cartridge based system, and and that kind of let them down a little bit, considering the Xbox and the. Uh, PS2 came out, and even the PS1. I think and the, was the PS1, yeah, the PS1 was more of a contemporary, yeah. But um, that was, I mean, the, the titles in that, like Ocarina of Time, is probably my favorite video game of all That's time. That's the sole and, reason I bought a Nintendo 64 yeah. was Ocarina of Time, and no and, other reason. And, and that I think kind of hurts have, it for me. You also have like really other great seminal title. I mean, Mario Kart, like uh, was that fucking 64 Mario Kart is great game. It, yeah, incredible. There's you can rattle them off all day. I mean, the Golden Eye is. If we were doing a Mount Rushmore for first-person shooters, that one would be on there. Yeah, it would. Um, and, and so, yeah, for that reason, uh, I think, yeah, Nintendo 64. Notice something with what you're saying of your justifications. Every game you mentioned is a Nintendo in-house game. The issue with the N64 was you said there was a lot of games. There's a lot of racing games. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of really crappy kids' games. But compared to the PlayStation. And I had a 64. And I got a 64 instead of a PlayStation and rude that day for a long time until I finally <laughs> This is going to be a long debate I can tell because uh, but Look, the 64 has had, did some novel things, but even with, you know, your your great moments of Mario 64, I think you're forgetting how shitty that camera was. No, because that what killed the game on me was running around in circles trying to figure out where the <laughs> hell I'm at because I can't get the camera. To and that was the right, first. That was the first wall. controller that had the analog uh, or the the. That the, was the first with an analog and also yeah, was analog. completely retardedly shaped. Oh, it was a terrible. Shape. I, the, I the could design still of that rock that controller that thing. was. Oh, it's awful. That that controller is still basically used with the Wii. I mean, basically they took a Nintendo 64 controller yeah, because, and broke it into parts. Yeah, because they can't let it go. 
Yeah. No, because they're going to refuse to say that that was that a was bad the first design. that was the first trigger button that 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 was a very no, it revolutionary. Wasn't the, it wasn't the first trigger button. Your triggers there was already triggers on controllers. No, I'm bad. talking about the one just oh, like a the, gun trigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trigger. which then limited you to where you could go from there. <laughs> no, no, it's right. a it's a great I, I was, 64 like I, roll tide. Like I touched on, <laughs> I bought the 64 simply for the Zelda game and then the wrestling games on the 64. Yes. Right, I will give the wrestling games are amazing. Me and my brother actually got into fist fights over we had running characters and championships and we did so much stuff. wrestling man. games have had a long history of being horrible horrible video games and, that, and the 64 ones were the exception to the rules yeah, because exactly. they were incredibly the, playable they had some spectacular who was the company had, that did most of those the, uh, THQ. THQ. THQ God bless THQ for they completely lost, changing they lost their that. license this, yeah, this well, year no, really? they are, yeah no they went under they went under wow yeah, Hi, Brian. The, the company yeah. is dead now the company's dead they That's, made the back to the future pour one out pour one out for THQ um, poor THQ. Um, so my number four, um, I don't know. I, I said, I said the Game Boy Advance was my wow. number four. Um, and I, I, of course, we can talk about the Game Boy too. Um, but I decided, you know, the, just the pure portability of it all, I think, was just absolutely mind blowing, uh, and just the the leaps and bounds like the original game boy of course was kind of incredible in the same way that um and i think we were talking about this earlier but you know just if you remember playing those terrible tiger handhelds oh yeah and i played the shit out of those things because i'm like video games that i can play in the car and they're awful and then you got the game boy and it was just the next level and and tetris of course became what tetris is because of the game boy uh but the game boy advance it was such a huge jump and technology from color like, and portability and the graphics were good oh it was a solid system I, I the game boy advanced it it finally capitalized on the promise of what the game gear had given us beforehand right. yeah. that you could have this console quality mm. but with gaming. a battery that lasted longer yeah than no and it was that lasted, and, it you was, had, and the blur didn't wasn't annoying yeah, yeah. they did a good job of building it like the it's designed almost and fits in the hand like a uh, SNES controller. Yeah, everything worked and it's on there. Not it's, big enough to kill someone if you throw it. Uh, yeah, out. It's not going <laughs> like to knock the original out. Game Boy was. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it was a, it was a great system. Um, and also, I think it was it was fascinating to me about that. Um, and I, it, as I'm going to admit, I never had one. Uh, but what was interesting, which of course takes away my like portability argument, but it was the first like game system that I actively emulated. And it was one of the first game systems that you could emulate while the games were still being printed. And that was kind of a really fascinating thing that you were able to, okay, I remember Advance Wars 2 came out. And I don't know if you ever played Advance Wars. But Advance Yo, Wars I was, was just trying to remember the name of that, but that really? game is fucking awesome. That game is incredible. Um, and Advance Wars 2 came out, uh, and I got it on emulation like a week later. And that was kind of, I remember playing the hell out of those games. Um, that game is, is absolutely incredible. Um yeah, and I think that you know it had that all the good things about Nintendo. I think were um, were personified kind of in that, and that that was I'll argue that that's their last great system is the uh, is that mm-hmm. um, is that a Game Boy Advance. It's yeah. excellent. So that's a good good list to start us off. We had the PlayStation Two, the Xbox, the Nintendo sixty four, and the Game Boy Advance, taking us to our third spot. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> 
Um, I'm going to lead off with a current generation system, even though it's about to, we're about to get into the new generation here in the next year or two. Um, selected, it's a personal choice because of the one I own. It's the Xbox 360. The uh, reason I picked this is not only because of the games it has, the current technological advances, it's starting to represent that video game consoles are becoming more than just boxes where you can play video yep. games. Um, when you turn on Xbox 360 or even the PlayStation 3, you're going to see all the other options you have. Netflix streaming, HBO Go, all the video streaming sites, all the apps that you can do on there. A wide variety of things. The online community, it just represents what the current status is. And I prefer the xbox over the playstation and it's just that's the way i've always been mostly because um i had the original xbox because of the hard drive yeah um and always have been drawn towards that over the playstation i I think once again uh the parrot daniel here you might be undervaluing the xbox 360 in your third spot here maybe so that's also the current system that i own and uh, when you're talking about yeah that i use my xbox 360 in a million different ways that yeah. i you know video games are about five percent of it really Agreed. Yeah. same it's here. it's it's become my entertainment center basically and it's and that was the first one that really to me anyway that that it it, it coincided with um it really coincided with a, a lot of apps that were coming out and stuff like that a lot of services that were coming out it just it timing was perfect with that system yeah oh, i'm I, all right, so I've had an Xbox 360. I currently have a PS3. So there's only knock I have to the 360. Well, a couple of them, actually. The One of the big ones is the Red Ring of Death. And it, it is a system that sure. is notoriously buggy and crashes. I've had three Red Rings of Deaths. I've had a, one or two myself. Yeah. I've had, I, that is a, I've had one, knock on wood. Yeah, that's a, that's a horrible, horrible flaw that they never really fixed. All right, in any kind of now it doesn't do it as much. That's the only thing they say is like it'll last a little bit longer. But they basically, in a way, they said they're making a a, a product that will break on you to get you to buy another one. Um, I haven't had to buy another one. My Red Ring of Death went away, and I've used it. It, it just for- it just went away one day. Yeah, well, it, it, did you it, pray to the video game Jesus or something? Because no one's I, ever had a red ring. That was away. a terrifying moment. Let me just of, pray it away. Yeah, is that a, is video game please. Jesus and Bible that yeah. Bible quest game. Please, yeah. my, Bible Master Chief. Master Chief, you are in heaven. Hallowed be that name. Take away this red ring and heal this halo. <laughs> heal this Xbox 360 in the name of Master Chief and Get all the demons glory. out. Yeah. Demons um, out, Mr. Bill Gates. Tell my demons out. But the titles that came out on that that system are are still. I mean, that's a system that's yeah, going they're to. Still, they're still very accurate because they're still making games. Yeah, it. they're still making games, and they'll still make <laughs> yeah. games for. It's been out for forever, and it, they're going it to continue making a long well, time. And they're going to continue making games now, for that. It's, it's no, they're. Uh, this is where I have your uh, things with them still making games for it. Once they launched the 360, Xbox had about a five month shelf life. It really did. They. That's true. Microsoft does not play the way and look. Even with the PlayStation 2, the PlayStation 2 survived in Japan. Like in the United States, the PlayStation 2 had gone away, but in Japan, they kept making it for another seven years, five, mm-hmm. six years. Xbox, once once they launched the 720 or Durango or whatever that unicorn, whatever the hell they're going to call it, um, it's you're not going to see it anymore. But that doesn't disparage from the the system itself right now because it is, uh, I would say, the best system currently on the market. I, 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 I will stand by. And that. it, no, it's not actually. 
I disagree, but well, now, Daniel, what's your? What, well, yeah, let's just get. No, we'll, we'll, let's we'll, get. Let me just. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. We'll debate this later. My number three is the Super Nintendo. And the Super Nintendo makes number three in that I was a Genesis kid who mm-hmm. ended up envying Super Nintendo owners. And I got a Super Nintendo really late in the game because I had the Genesis. Yeah. And I got you to actually... only get one. Yeah. Over the years, I saw that the Genesis wasn't quite the best. It was, it was a lot of hype. We are, are going to have issues. Look, it did some great things. I and mean, there's some there's some titles for the Genesis that... You know the the Sonic games. Remember that? I think the Sonic games are superior to the Mario franchise. Save your Genesis just, arguments for when it comes to me. Okay, where the Super Nintendo though for the RPGs that came out in it, mm-hmm. um, Mario RPG, Chrono Trigger, Secret of Mana, Earthbound, Final Link, Fantasy Three, Link to the Past, Link to the Past, Legend of Gaia. Yeah, there's so many great games that came through it and they were able to take the ideas that the nes had had of quality control and this is before nintendo went too crazy with their quality control and i think ended up killing two systems when the gamecube and the the 64 by being too controllable of what you could do but they were able to control what you were getting you had at the time the genesis wasn't necessarily getting a lot of the big japanese uh, developers who were the kings of that moment um developing games for them the super nintendo got those and there's just there's a rich history of games we're talking about systems that are emulated i have yet to have a computer in the last shit i, I would assume since probably 2003 or so that has not had an any or a super nintendo emulator on it before anything else okay. is that i get my super nintendo emulator i get my earthbounds and my final fantasies and yeah. all my rpgs and i may not play them that often but i'll get a wild hair in my ass one day and i'll play five hours of secret of mana and just yeah. enjoy my life there's yeah. there's still an emulator <laughs> i will find out and i will play it's one particular title pacific theater operations Two, where you're controlling Nerd. very much. Nerd, <laughs> you're like, you play dad games. Yes, yes. <laughs> like games but your dad's was, like, man, it's a. Suit. It was an amazing war <laughs> strategy game on the Super Nintendo. You get to control was, ships on it, don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. it. You're, you no, you're not even really games. controlling Nora, that. You're Nora, just controlling Nora where they're ambition. going and shit. <laughs> you know, one. you're you're commanding the Pacific Fleet in World War Two. That was I love those big concept games. But TJ, what's your um, the reason I told Daniel to hold off on his Genesis arguments is because my number three is the Sega Genesis. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, here's the thing. A little history about me. I was... The the Sega, to me, was the, um, the, the, the uncle that would come into town and borrow money. Like, and, like <laughs> all right, so... But, because... I was the t- I Andy bought- man. I just I just really need twenty bucks to yeah, get through the weekend. I I basically was the me and my brother were the guys who we we had every single uh, Sega system, uh, not the Master System, but from the Genesis all the way up to the Dreamcast. I I, I owned a thirty two X. I owned oh, a Sega Saturn. I had a Sega a Saturn. Saturn. I had a yeah. yes. I had every single Did you have Sega Night trap. S- Yes. Um, How many years has it taken a therapy to get to where you can admit you owned a Saturn? Um, Saturn had what was they had one game. What was the really great? Uh, it was a scroller. It was, I thought they had a really good. Story. I thought Sega it was ninety nine nights. Well, they had, really yeah, they had they had uh, the Knights game, which was yeah. uh, really good. They also had a, a Virtual Fighter on there, I believe. Oh yeah, Virtual uh, Fighter was on there. They they. they, they Sega's problem for a long time was that they jumped the gun too early and like they they innovated like crazy and they would yeah. do all these amazing things but it it they were always too early and like it seems like they never got the third party support or the uh public support that they needed and they right. were just they ended 
well before their time. I, I will argue for the Dreamcast. Uh, that was a fucking amazing Dreamcast system. Dreamcast might show up um, later. It, yeah, that, it's a great so, system. But let, let's get back to the Genesis, though. They jumped the gun on the Genesis, but that was at a time when Nintendo was just dominating. The, the there was it didn't there seem like no you other. could you could do anything else besides Nintendo. And Sega came out and uh, really put Nintendo back on its heels with fucking amazing games. I still have a Sega Genesis plugged up to my TV right now and I will play Earthworm Jim. I will play, you know, yeah. all, all these games. They're Kid Chameleon, Altered Beast. Yeah, and they they beat Nintendo to the punch on uh the the 16-bit systems. And um there's like you rattle a fucking Altered Beast and like the fact that yeah, Mortal Kombat had blood in it and that, that system proved that's basically laid the groundwork that this isn't a monopoly. The, the Video game consoles can be. It's a. a, 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 a go ahead, Daniel. No, 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 no. Continue there. Now, I'm not going to argue. I have a point. That thing right there. But okay. Go ahead. Um. But the, yeah, that that Nintendo is not this unbeatable force, and that that laid the groundwork for PlayStation and, and Xbox and everybody. It's like they they tested the waters first and proved that uh, it, it can be done. All right. I, I just two really quick anecdotes and to anyone if they could get a copy of uh, the book Game Over: The History of Video Games. It is a fascinating fucking read of the beginning to now of how these stories all came about sega's because we're not going to mention the saturn again if someone has the saturn on the list i'll kick you off this show (laughs) where sega's downfall greatly it was in their innovation but sega invented the 3d uh technology for the virtual fighter whatever Mm -hmm. when they launched the saturn they didn't think people would actually want that they allowed the people of sony to go into their studios Get their code, gave them their code for all of that technology to which they built the PlayStation off of. They built the system, they created the system that killed them because they were so narrow-minded in thinking that no one else will jump in. It's going to be us and Nintendo, us and Nintendo, yeah. us and Nintendo. They ended up cannibalizing themselves. The Genesis does, Earthworm Jim is it's the superior with the air. I said the Beavis and Butthead version. Yeah, uh, yeah, that I game that is a great game. game. Aladdin. I'm oh, telling yeah. you again, Aladdin's the, a great Aladdin, game. Yeah. The, all the Disney games, fuck. Uh, the, there were so many, because a lot of times they would put out uh, multiple, you know, it was a cross-platform yeah, games yeah. That they would put out. But and, the, so many times the Genesis the Genesis version, version was better. Like fucking Jurassic Park was a good. Oh call. yeah, by far. Like that was a perfect fucking game. I love that. Couldn't one. you be the dinosaur? Yeah, you could be the dinosaur. Yeah, and the dynamics worked well. The controller would it felt clunky at first, but once you got that in your hands yeah, after was, a while, it, it well, felt and, perfect. And again, it, it was it. the in the Sega Super Nintendo thing because uh, admit I have the Super Nintendo coming up. It was the Coke versus Pepsi thing. It was the yeah. hip Sega kind of had that hip young appeal super nintendo was kind of the establishment yeah and that's how it was marketed and that's how you kind of paired up how you took sides if not for sega i will give this as their lasting image of it right there if sega did not stand up to nintendo our games now would be so watered down because sega was the only one at that point had the bravado when nintendo called john joe lieberman and captain kangaroo and i believe firmly that it was nintendo that was behind the senate really? hearings if you do not have nintendo willing to stand up to them and say that video games can be played by more than children there is a market out there we don't market to children we market to 20 year olds mm-hmm. we market to teens if they never do that we're not having this conversation now video That's games fair. would have died without genesis though the system itself is not a great system Incorrect. i do believe that they have a a not great bad. moment of history that without them we don't have what we have now I think all right brian point. uh my third choice is uh the playstation 2 
Um, so that's that's my number three um, solely because I remember. Um, and it's it's funny it's it's hard to talk about video games without getting like sentimental I think and and I think for me like that was the console that got me into consoles again. Um, I didn't get I didn't have Nintendo sixty four I had no interest in any of that stuff I never had a PlayStation one, but PlayStation two came out um, and that was the thing that I said okay this is I'm gonna plunk down my summer job money and get myself a a PlayStation two. Um, and I think you know part of part of the things in terms of that was just um, they had some really just incredible games uh, where pe- there was the first time I think people thought a little bit beyond like what can a video game be. Um, and so I mean you had the classic. I mean I was PlayStation One, but I mean you had Metal you had Snake Eater, Metal Gear Solid Three, which is just yeah. an absolutely incredible that game is a amazing gaming it's achievement. A it's yeah. a symphony of a video game. Um, it's perfect. You have uh, Shadow of the Colossus, which I think is just an absolutely incredible game to play as it's well. It's a piece of art. Yeah. And so I think that that was the first console that really embraced those kind of ideas, I think, and, and really thought uh, a great deal about, okay, how do we how do we create these games? How do we create these, these moments and these experiences um, beyond just simple nostalgia? How do we say, okay, wh- what are we controlling here? Where I, and I agree with you right there, but we can get sentimental on it. It's it's people of a certain generation mm-hmm. and I think it's of a generation of our age range here of all of us in our early thirties yeah. that we, right. we were the first ones who came up with Nintendo. Right. Yeah, and, exactly. and some, some I can tell, I'll raise my hand. I even remember pre Nintendo. I do. Yeah. So, I remember, yeah. I remember Atari and it's, it's last gasps and you're right with my dad had the bands he saw in Atlanta in the 70s like he'll talk about yeah. how he saw the rolling stones when they were called the the roaches they played like it was a secret underground show but it was yeah. the rolling stones because the only way they could tour and seeing you know how he was going to go see leonard skinner but he had to go to a family reunion and he didn't realize they were recording the double live album at the fox theater and they would die in a couple of months so he never yeah, got to yeah, see yeah. leonard skinner but i sure saw My, acdc yeah <laughs> but we're we could offer our generation i mean there's I have moments that I can vividly. I know where I was at the moment I saw Grand Theft Auto for the three for the yes. first yes. time. Oh, yeah. So do I. So I do know I. where I was at the first time. I know I the played. dorm room I was then. Yeah, yeah. I, remember. I, I remember know. My, these... I remember my roommate buying a bunch of. He bought multiple PS twos off like eBay and was going to flip them around, but he kept one and he had Grand Theft Auto three, and I was like, "This is amazing!" And then I realized yeah. I could. It was coming out for Xbox later, like down yeah. the line. Yeah, it came down the line. But that's. I mean, there's something to it right there, and I think it's something that people people like to undervalue video games as this childish little hobby that you do that you should have outgrown a long time ago. Not anymore. What people, no, people still do. Mm-hmm. Still it's do. still seen as this bullshit little childish hobby played for games. It, and it, people it, don't it, realize the ability to tell great stories and to have great moments yeah. associated with the game. I mean, some of my favorite moments are sitting around playing Halo with Eric Rickman and Todd and, and we were, you know, me and the guys are sitting around and yeah. getting drunk and playing Halo all night. Yeah. You know, and those are great memories. That yeah, and I think also, I, part of that, um, which I think is also why I like the PlayStation 2, is it seemed to me like one of the first consoles that really got this idea of when you were a kid, you would play a video game. You're like, man, this video game is awesome. Would it be awesome if you could like do this and do this? Mm-hmm. And then you see Grand Theft Auto for the first time. You're like, this is the game I yeah. dream. Open of. world. Yeah. Open when world. I was eight Sandbox years old. Games. 
Yeah, the sandbox game. I think that was that was the bread and butter of the play. In the same way we talk about the RPG with certain consoles and if this uh, Super Nintendo, I mean that was that was it. I've always known that if it's someone that that does like video games, if I find out you like video games, I usually know that you're a pretty good dude. If you like, if, yeah. there, if you like video games and you don't just play Call of Duty and college football, right? Like, exactly. I can usually be like, all right, like we're probably gonna get along. Yeah, I'm like, I don't like multiplayer. Yeah, so that, yeah, yeah, so like we can, we're gonna find some ground. Right. Exactly. All right, so that was our third spots for each. I had the Xbox 360, Daniel with the Super Nintendo, TJ countered with the Sega Genesis, and Brian with the PlayStation 2. Uh, moving along to our second spots. Thank you there. Um, I went pure nostalgia and history with the Nintendo Entertainment System, the 8-bit, the one nice. that kind of launched it all. Um if it wasn't for that, we probably would not be having this discussion right now. It picked it up. It picked the industry up from the crash of 83 that Atari pretty much caused uh because there no, was they no they didn't pretty much. They caused it. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> uh because um Daniel, the you were touching landfill. on this earlier in the week. There was no quality control in Atari. Nintendo really put the clamps on that. That seal Made of approval. Sh- exactly. Yeah. The seal yeah. of approval that they said this game is good no enough Custer's to be revenge. Um yeah. <laughs> it's good enough to be released and when it launched it had a bunch of great titles. Not only that Nintendo produced, but the approved third party uh producers that came out with games and it just became the industry standard my personal story with nintendo i remember i got it for christmas the year i had a really really bad case of the chicken pox i was in first grade i couldn't go to like my family's christmas stuff so my mom me and her had to stay at home that day but i'd got nintendo that day i got i got it came, of course, with Super Mario and Duck Hunt, but I also got Super Mario Brothers 2 that year as well. Mm. So Solidly that that's a solid Christmas, even though I had a really shitty case of the chicken pox. I, I, I mean, there's there's lots different there. We actually, if we want to, we can roll random. My number, my number two is the NES. Also, my number two is also okay. the NES. Yeah, it's, but, okay. If this, if the NES wasn't going to be on the list, there was going to be then, something. If right. you don't have exactly. it on your list, then there's a problem. Well, right. it, with with me and the NES is through that system. I could, and I'm gonna forget them when I name it. Super Mario Brothers, The Legend of Zelda, Metroid. There's, are there's three right there that originated on that system in 1987 through 89 that are still making games. That punch so, out, punch out. Well, yeah, but I mean that is still with every couple of years. Yeah. There's going to be a game of those franchises. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. No. Bands don't put out albums with the frequency that these yeah. things happen and a, have that much staying power. Yeah, yeah. They, there's the staying power of the systems, but and quality games at that. Yeah. yeah, and look, Nintendo, Nintendo righted the wrongs of it. And the, I was I was telling the the other show guys, the Trivial Pursuit guys, uh, last night. <laughs> <clears throat> you know the the little story whips of how. Nintendo showed up in the United States for a Christmas launch of a soft launch of the NES in 1986, and they went to New York to try and launch it through Toys R Us's, and it was basically seen as a last-ditch effort. If this doesn't work, it's over. They were so they struggled so much with their finances that their landlord was giving them leniency to like, when we sell some systems, we'll pay you. That man's name ended up becoming synonymous with all the world. There, his name was Mario, and the reason why Jumpman became Mario was a tribute to him for helping him out. They yeah. did it with such a fervor that it won't sell, it won't sell. Everyone told them it wouldn't work. And I think there's a now, again, with people of a generation of a certain age, as us right there, 
I remember looking when I got my Nintendo. I got it with the Duck Hunt, but also got TNC Surf Designs with mm. mine. Oh, yeah. Solid, that was like damn the crazy nice third choice. or fourth game yeah. I had. And nice when I would, I would, at that time, the arcade was still king. And you could go to the arcade and you would see the games, but then the Nintendo came out and it wasn't quite like the arcade, but it was so damn close. And it just seemed ridiculous of looking at what the Atari was and yeah. then to what the Nintendo oh, NES yeah, brings yeah. into yeah. it. It's The jump is ridiculous. And then Those, even the jump in the game from say Super Mario 1 Super Mario 2 to when Super Mario 3 came out a few years later you can't beat it Um, not only that like there's a couple of things with the Nintendo that that are one that that controller can take a beating because I the amount of hours that I spent and it can take a beating on your hands yeah uh, that's the the most awkward that's the only knock on it is the The awkwardness of Nintendo thumb Nintendo thumb is you know like the the idea of uh, you know you gotta get your fucking head away from that TV when your parents would tell you like just stop playing the video game that was from the Nintendo system that was um, the first time that uh, you go to the video store and they actually had rentable fucking games oh, with yeah. it was heaven yeah. it, it was that was like you know fucking dad gets you for the weekend and oh fuck he rented he rented crash test dummies like or, <laughs> oh I remember that shit <laughs> game. Marble oh, Madness yeah. oh, oh, whoa whoa whoa, whoa. Marble oh, Madness man. is great okay. shit I, I just, used, that was the first one that came to mind yeah. my bad but, but yeah you'd spend like level. yeah weekend with fucking dad like playing this horrible no. piece of shit but that's all you had and you yeah. would like you know dem- and that those games required perseverance me, me and my brother had it like i was really good at Mega Man levels terrible at the bosses i'd play the levels my brother played the bosses and we'd like yeah. you know knock them out and yeah. next thing you know woodman's going down and we're moving on to you know uh, airman uh, yeah airman usually go airman after woodman yeah <laughs> There's a pattern. There Flash, was. Flashman first. Yeah. Flashman first. Um, well, you were even saying, like, that's the Nintendo Entertainment System also with the video game. It's the first time I learned how to lie my way to getting other things because <laughs> I rented Total Recall one time. And Total oh, Recall was a shit. horrible game. I played it for about three minutes or so and oh. hated it. Complained to my mom and we went back to the video store and said the game didn't work. Nice. And I got a redo. Yeah, and I was nice. able to pick out another game. And we used to run that fucking scam at Video Express so hard. Video Express. Shout out shout out that video <laughs> always so many heart. friday afternoons at after school coming home stop by video, video express. express that weekend was set oh, yeah wow. it's it, there's uh, it's it's so great i mean yeah i forgot mega man there's another one yeah. that was you know it, it cuts its teeth there the mo- the one game i'm looking forward to the most this summer is it NES game being brought back out, and that's DuckTales. Oh, like DuckTales yeah, is coming absolutely. out this Maybe. summer. Okay, before we get to Brian, I want to tell my DuckTales story. I got to, I got Tetris for Christmas one year on the NES. My parents, parents trying started to make you playing smart. it. Yeah. No, I was already a Which smart one kid. did you get? Oh, oh this guy. I got, the, I got the Nintendo version, not okay. the Russian version. Yeah. Russian, they start, Russian version, I do um, the pro, My parents started yeah, playing it to the point where they felt sorry for playing it so much, so they got me another game, and they got me DuckTales, and I'm pretty certain I played DuckTales a hell of a lot more than I ever played Tetris, and I could pick up DuckTales right now, and yeah. it'd still be... Yeah. And when I saw the rehash of the game, I'm like... This is amazing. Oh yeah. Well, just to uh, all three of us pick Nintendo. We could yeah. we could rent on Nintendo for a while. I think. Exactly. We, That's I think we, ju- we probably got right. some time here. So, right. like the um, uh, another thing about the Nintendo. Um, God damn it! I, I just forgot my point. Brian, go ahead and give your number four. Well, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can rant forever on Nintendo. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, well, we'll move on. Um. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'll I'll tell you my number two, and chances are you'll know what my number one is. My number two is the Super Nintendo. Um, 
And, you know, for me, uh, and I'll, I'll try to, being an, an essayist and a writer, I'll try to tie this all in. Uh, but <laughs> I put my poet, up, poet that's, voice. That's, so that's, that's what my, we call these things these days. I put my poet voice on for a second yeah. there uh, if I talk like this. Um, so um, well, I think one of the, the amazing things about the Super Nintendo is the Nintendo for me, um, I mean, you'll know what my number one is, obviously. But um, for me, I think that... What was amazing about the Super Nintendo is it took these concepts that were unable to be executed in the Nintendo because um, the best Nintendo, the best Super Nintendo games were typically super blank, whatever, yeah, super yeah. Metroid, super, super Mario World, super Mario World. And they took these amazing, already amazing, tried and true games that everyone loved and they managed to just make them bigger and better. I got a real quick interlude here. You know what always made those games is like the fact that the background moved separately from the foreground. That was like yeah. the spot. Mind-blowing. That was like, beautiful. Was like what the oh, fuck is going God. on? The, the, yeah. the games are yeah, like Brian said, they're beautiful to look at for that time. And they period. still are, and they're still what it's we consider. Mode, yeah. um, oh God, mode seven. Bob. Mode seven. I was like, I figured Bob would probably know it. Yeah. He's been paying attention. Oh, the what <laughs> three D rotation. Yeah, was, yeah. yeah mode, mode, seven. mode seven was yeah because uh F zero the classic college basketball. Oh, I the played that game, game was so, so yeah. much. College basketball. Yeah, the the original one, which was yeah, that, that was, was where, the game where if you had a three point shooter. That had uh, like a fifty percent rating on three point. You could sit at half court and lob that shit and get it in like nearly mm. every time. It's that was broken. one of the great, you know. I think that was one of my great video games. That video game moments was that game. The first time I had ever that game was um this kid that I lived next to. Oh God, we were. I think we were already in high school. This is really sad that we're still playing. And that that old game we were in high school because there was I don't know why. But yeah. this is the first time I had learned of really properly shit talking a sports game because he would always yell at the players like if they miss a shot and he goes give me the fucking keys. It's like that's it. That guy's losing his car keys. He's losing his car keys. And he would read these great dialogues about how all yeah. of his players were getting SUVs and he's taking all their right. keys Take for any mo- <laughs> any miss shot, any bad shot. And I'd be like you're the one who made the shot. He's like I didn't make that shot. He's shitty. Take his keys. <laughs> <laughs> they had you know the all those nintendo party like those those games that college basketball was one they had like a hockey game yes, that was actually kind of ho- great i played that um shit ton is very fun. strange but really really fascinating game um and then of course we talk about the rpgs i mean my favorite video i mean my two favorite video games of all time are super metroid and earthbound those are my and they're both super nintendo games i love super punch out i think I, that game was yeah was it was just one. games taken that were um you know, like I said, those original Nintendo games, uh, and it was again kind of that dream, right? This idea where, you know, we played these original games that we loved and had a lot of fun, but we had kind of constraints solely because of graphics constraints or space constraints, um, and as a result, people were that was kind of the coming up and saying, okay, let's really we can do a little bit more now, which is really kind of amazing. You can imagine. And I like to imagine you know, people who worked on Nintendo games all of a sudden getting the hardware of the Super Nintendo and freaking the fuck out and saying, yeah. what? Oh, here's what I can do with this. And then yeah, they run exactly. around the office. Yeah. yeah. They're like having everything They're scrolling waking, in the back. Waking right? Miyamoto in the middle of the night like, sir, we've done it. He's like, yeah. oh. Yeah, exactly. 
And that's exactly. gonna and my banjo, like, please. And he and plucked a banjo song really quick and whipped his bama bangs. He's like, hold on, and he he wakes and he wakes up from subcon because he threw the vegetables in his mouth. Throws a little, throws a little like air I like to think that he sleeps with a little air bubble that goes from his nose at all times, like on his characters. That's gonna transition us to our one spot because my one spot is the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, for a lot, pretty much all the reasons Brian mentioned. Um, Ooh, there you go. The double, double was a break. Uh, it was. It's a thing <laughs> of beauty to go back and look at those games. Like you, you touched on the super versions of the game. Super Mario World is still such an incredibly playable game. Great launch to look title. at for a launch title. Exactly Incredible. that right out the gate. The game that it the the game that came with the system was so playable that it had secret levels and then secret levels on top of those secret levels. <laughs> so you had, I think it was either 92 or 96 gates you had to clear. It was 96 and you got and the star. Exactly. And when you found that out, it was like, oh, I beat the games. Like, no, you haven't. You got all this left to do. And it's like, what? And I remember, yeah. I think I cleared 95 and could never get this one in the water world. But it's just such a beautiful system. So many great games on it. And it, like I said, it represented the NES laid the foundation, and the Super Nintendo said, "Here's where we're going with yeah, it." This and is what we wish. We I was always done. a Nintendo kid, so I had that over the Sega Genesis, and that's why it's my number one. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, uh, my number one is actually the PlayStation Two. Nice. And of a an idea that, that no one had touched on it yet when we were talking about the PlayStation Two, the awesomeness of backward compatibility. Yeah, that was the first system to say that okay, you've invested this money in the PlayStation, and you have all these PlayStation games you love, and you want to keep playing uh, Twisted Metal Two, and you really want to play Twisted Metal Two because it's the best Twisted Metal. I got you. Bring it on over. Mm. Put it in my system. All of our games work, yeah. and it was so novel that you were able to kind of keep a system alive in a ghost in memory mm. that you didn't. Unlike every other system, where when they upgraded the system, throw that other shit away yeah. or sell it because it's worthless. You those games stayed around. Also, Did the controllers work? Uh, yeah. Yeah, everything was backwards compatible. It was the same controller. I don't think there was. was it's just, it just that's why there was the analog I button. Me- I don't think the memory cards were. Well, was there backward compatibility com- between the Xboxes initially? Yeah. Huh? Were there, was there backward compatibility with the Xboxes initially? I think so. No, the Xbox 360 had backwards compatibility, but it's limited backwards compatibility. Okay, that's what I it's only a limited number of selections, like only games. done so that they can keep Halo crit- 2 alive. Yeah, the only I reason they even have anything. Yeah, but yeah, but that I mean, it's yeah, it's great. You can play your old Xbox games, but go in there and try to play Punisher Warzone, which is a great Xbox game. It ain't gonna play it. Mm-hmm. Like half the games I owned, the MVP baseball, the yeah, best the baseball games, games were, were not made. Yeah, they're not compatible. Compatible. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a backwards compatible system. You have all of the 3D that really comes to light, and it stands up graphically. And it was a system that. I had girlfriends that had PlayStation Twos. Like the PlayStation Two was a was a was a a part of the me. You were talking about the Xbox being a media center. This takes the idea. It had a fucking DVD player in it and yeah. was around the price of buying just a DVD player for yep. like twenty dollars more. You can get a PS. It was, PS, fir- it was me too. Yeah. And I I never would buy into DVD until I got a PlayStation mm-hmm. Two and it was there. And for all those who aren't there, the games still hold up. Like they they hold up. Well, There's the first time great we saw things. also like rock band or uh, guitar hero. Yeah, guitar hero comes through that system. Yeah. The only thing, the only flaw the PlayStation Two ever had was that unlike the Xbox 360, it did not know the power of the first person shooter and where 
it would go. Yeah. And it didn't have the four ports and whatnot, but it was so sleek. It's It was a sexy system. I remember I couldn't get a PlayStation 2 because I didn't have the money, and I rented one from a Video Express. Like, I rented <laughs> much a love, system. Much love Video Express. Man, I'm envious of this Video uh, Express. Video it, Express it, was basically amazing. I should have showed okay, up in you, Alabama, apparently. Yeah. Brian, you know Movie Gallery? Yeah, Video Express became Movie Gallery. Uh, they bought them all. Video out. Express used to if they they used to put rubber bands over. They kept the boxes yes. out there. If the rubber band was on the box, that meant that it was rented. It been rented out. But not always because they had a lot of shitheads that worked yes. for them, and sometimes they didn't know how to catalog it. So you would you still went have to, to the take Video the Express box. and chalk for the one by the Walmart. Didn't I you? went to the Video Express in Fultondale that was okay. behind the Sneaky Pete's. It was okay. down by my grandmother's. House. <laughs> we got the same area. Uh, they all operate the same. I think same you guys way, got a new sponsor. I don't know. I, Video Express still existed. My God, I would love for him to be on there. They sold baseball cards. Oh shit! It was amazing. They had a tannin booth in one one of them. I went to. Nice. <laughs> TJ, um, my number one is uh, uh, Xbox 360. Um, solely for the fact that you currently own one. I currently own one, <laughs> but not only that. Um, only the best for Papa Rip. I, I think. <laughs> I think that um I think the Xbox 360 was like it, it's basically brought on the wave of next gen consoles. Um, it, it essentially is where where we're at today is because of the Xbox 360. The 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 fact that it's the you know you can watch DVDs and your Netflix and all this stuff on it. But not only that, the games are amazing. Um, you know, but the opening to fucking Bioshock is easily one of the most amazing gaming experiences I've ever had. Um, that that entire game is awesome. Um, there's just yeah a number of titles that you can uh, go back and play that are exclusive to the Xbox, and um, we've already touched on this a little bit. I think with David, that was your number four yeah. or number three, uh, number three. Um, but I just feel like that is the that was that was the 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 best system currently out that that uh, is kind of bringing us on to what we're going to get into in the future all right brian who's your number one spot my number one is the nes um i mean i wrote an entire book about it so <laughs> yeah i think i think that's sorry. valid sorry that's valid reasoning sorry and shit um you so, want to plug the book what's the name pl- of the book? Oh, the, oh yeah oh coming out um so well i have two ones that a chat book called level end so that is out um that one's mostly based i, I thought about the super nintendo a lot when i wrote that book actually because it deals a lot with boss battles um, and then leave luck to heaven, which is trivia, little uh, literal translation of Nintendo, um, is coming out in 2014. So Excellent. I know I'm super excited about it. Yeah, full okay, length. Well yeah. Right, Before we get to our um, final, oh, go yeah. ahead, go ahead. Oh, anyway, but you no, know, my speak yeah. your piece, bro. Speak my piece about my Nintendo. You know, it just in terms of like that changed everything. That was the thing that like changed your life. You know, as a kid, I remember like saving pennies and asking my parents, "Is this enough?" And I had like 82 cents. And they was like, is this enough? And I think they just got tired of me. And all I did was just collect the coins around the house because that's how you get money as a kid. Right. Um, and oh, so, you weren't a day laborer? Yet? Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, well, you know, the, I, I had the, the iron lung you know, from the coal mine experience. <laughs> there, wasn't a, there wasn't fruit picking in like there, New Jersey? Sadly, or? no, I wasn't down the cranberry bogs yet. Um, so, but no, I think just in terms of the, the that, it just started everything and created characters. And I firmly believe that video games are kind of our, our new t- fairy tales, right? We have universal experiences and a lot of our universal experiences are as a result of Nintendo games. We They're all remember folklore. 
Yeah. Like they yeah. are our modern Not folklore. Not only that, that, I mean, if you think about like, even the, there are websites and, and stuff d- dedicated to the bad games from Nintendo. Angry oh, Video yeah. Game Nerd yeah. is yeah. one of my I mean, favorites. Not only that, there are bands that just play the midis from Nintendo yeah. soundtracks. Oh, yeah. that, that is a staple in our society that will right. never go away and yeah. that will be right. here forever. And so, yeah, the fact that the Nintendo, the NES is on our, our list, on everybody's oh, it's, list, yeah. it's, it's, it was impossible not to. As I was saying there, the video games and a lot of them that come from the NES, it is the it's the folklore and the stories. Whereas our ancestors would sit around and tell great tales of Battle Gilgamesh or of you know great warriors. Yeah. We can sit right here and communally tell about the first time we beat Mega Man. And or we can time. sit there and tell you in detail everything about it and, and, and then he moved you know, he jumps up here and then we, yeah. we got him there. Or the and then, second yeah. quest in the Legend of Zelda. My favorite yeah. of course is the Ganon. My, a good friend of mine um, L. Collins tells a story about how uh, she had a Mega Man, or an, I'm sorry, a Nintendo themed birthday party and beat Ganon for the first time at her birthday party. And that's beautiful. And just everyone around there cheering. Yeah. And, it's and the greatest amazing. high a kid will ever <laughs> yeah, in their life. That is, that is, that's schoolyard credibility right yeah. there. Yeah. That right. was, again, like I said, I was the first kid on my block with uh, the Nintendo. And yeah. when, I, when I beat uh, Mario for the first time, it was such a fucking bummer because uh, the, you know the, the when you end it just starts over again except they replace the goombas with the shell guys. Um, but there was like my mom was calling up kids on the block to come over and watch me beat it, and it became an event. Yeah, I was the first to have Super Mario three, and every kid yeah. in my neighborhood was in my downtown. That, like we had a little den down in our basement and watching like just Ju- trying to get turns playing Justin Super Mario Luis 3. was the first kid to get Super Mario 3 in my neighborhood. I mean, you know the name of the kid <laughs> yes. who was the first to get Super Mario well, 3. And yeah, I, I was one of the first to get it with my friends. And we lived in an apartment complex in Centerpoint, Alabama. And it was a really shitty apartment complex. But I got to start hanging out with the cool older kids because I had that. Like the tw- I was nine, mm-hmm. the 12-year-olds wanted to hang <laughs> yeah. out because your I had the game. video game collection was oh, an yeah. arbiter of your coolness. And you knew, and you had friends based on what ga- you knew. Wh- who I went over to Win Emmons' house, and he had Double Dragon and Contra. Yeah, I went over to Amok Courage's house. He had Shadowgate and Battletoads. And you traded yeah, games. And you, tra- and you-, you borrowed them. I had Rock and Cats. Great game. Um, so I, I had not a- remember Rock and Cats. Oh, Rock and Cats. You had a giant like punch thing. It was great. Um, but yeah, I think that's that kind of folklore that came along with it is just. I mean, you're not. You can have like, a, hey man, you know, we had an awesome bro down. You know. Call of yep. Duty game or Modern Warfare game. But yeah, but we I, don't remember any parts of we it. Don't That's remember the beauty that. of it. The, the beauty of the whole thing and the, the booty. booty. <laughs> right. The booty and the beauty. <laughs> well, you made your own stories too. And, yeah. yeah. As someone who's a story, I mean, who's someone does it was writing. The per, it was the first time story. I got into being able to take as, as a only child of a single mother. Yeah. And so I'm already in an isolation system in my life. Yeah. And my mom worked two jobs and she was trying to get everything going. And, you know, to the first times yeah of creating this idea of playing zelda and putting myself in the idea of zelda right, and right. what all this other stories are there and making these grand stories in my head that i don't yeah. know what the hell to do with it and then yeah. turning around trying to tell kids about it and getting you more alienated because they're yeah. like what the fuck is weirdo over here like yeah oh yeah but then the goombas they're right or the the uh the papas the guys that shot the rocks or what they called yeah. yeah whatever they're called they're like yeah but they're not that mean they have their own agendas and they're doing yeah. their hair thing. i was like what the yeah. shit yeah <laughs> all right well i think it's pretty obvious the NES is probably going to be on our final list. Before we get to that, though, let's just... I'm voting quick. against it. 
<laughs> of course you are. Let's quickly just go around the room. Just quickly name your kind of your honorable mention. Just one that we might not have mentioned or whatnot. Just want to say mine's going to be the Game Boy. We talked about that early in the episode. Um, it it was the standard bearer for the portable systems, and uh, many a trips to Panama City or whatnot were spent playing the uh, Game Boy in the car. And I don't even with the Game Boy. I don't know if you guys saw a while back. Um, this guy. Um, I guess he had taken it to Afghanistan or Iraq and original Game Boy. And yeah. And it still worked. Like it had been in an explosion or yeah. something. Yeah, that, that, that and the thing son is booted up. Right. They dropped like, that like, thing so many times. They're like the Nokia brick phones of uh, like handheld it, systems. Yeah. Like you can't kill that thing. AK 47. Absolutely. Of, Daniel, yeah. who's your honorable mention? My honorable mention is the Sega Dreamcast. Yeah. yeah. The Sega yeah. gets some love for that. Yeah. The, the Sega Dreamcast was again a, an issue of, of Sega being too ambitious for its own good. Um, we were talking about the games that are exclusive to it. Shinmu, um, Power Stone, uh, Power Stone, the, the best version of Marvel vs. Capcom. Before live yeah. play was really it there. The 2K series, 2K, 2K NFL, 2K, and NBA, the 2K. Fact NBA 2K. You could play if you had the memory card that had the video screen on the memory card. You yeah. could put it in your controller and pick your plays on your controller, so the motherfucker next to you couldn't pick, like, see what yeah. plays you're yeah. running. Yeah. I mean, that it was incredible. Tablet. Yeah, and it, you could play fucking uh, mini games on it for your RPGs, and then bring it back to the game and. It was, it, was, it was so was an it was brilliantly system. ahead of its time. But unfortunately, Sega had burned every bridge it could with its consumers by that run. The, the failure of the Saturn, the over-peripheralization of the Genesis... Everyone was so burned on them. Sega didn't stand a chance in hell of ever having. And it was that a gap itself. release too, right? It, it was yeah. released in between gens, so it, it was. Just it was. Work. Yeah, it was released before the PS2 and after the 64. It was just yeah. in another realm of weird, where yeah. it was at. I, I had TJ. one, and it was. Yeah, Dreamcast is is amazing. Uh, another system that may have been a, a little ahead of its time, but. Uh, I was a definite uh, Sega guy, but the the one break we did take from all of our Sega consoles was the TurboGrafx 16. Um, interesting. Now oh. that was the, first of all, the games looked amazing, and if you remember the 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 they didn't have cartridges, they didn't have CDs, they had, cards. They had little cards, yeah. and yeah. what was really cool about it too is that the cards worked on not only on the console oh, but the on handheld. the fucking handheld yes, as well, absolutely. the same fucking that. game, and the graphics wow. looked just as well. It was way ahead of its time. Then the, you had like Splatterhouse and Bonk's Adventure and like yeah. all, all these great games that looked incredible it was just a little too ahead of its time and the american marvel never got onto it and the third party systems didn't get onto it either graphic 16 also would allow you to take those cards to uh, the snk arcade games like uh, king of fighters and samurai showdown you could take the cards and put them into the uh actual arcade cabinet and get content for your things like you could you could transfer stuff over. Like it was so, but the issue with Turbo Fifteen, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't that like an $800 system? No, that was the no, Neo it was, Geo. It was, that was the Neo, Neo Geo, Geo that was there, there was a number of well. also RANs. There was like the 3DO and the Neo Geo and the Neo Jaguar. Geo. I think tried to yeah, pride the itself on there being were all these other incredibly really expensive. But but Turbo yeah. 16 was actually a fo- fairly affordable, but it just it, it got buried under Sega and, and, and Nintendo, and um, it, it's kind of sad. Like they could have been, you know, the next great system. All right, yeah. Brian. You're honorable mention yeah. the Philips CDI no uh, <laughs> oh. so, um, no uh, I mean you know we've talked about I have an Xbox 360 and I absolutely I mean you know I use it for just about everything whether that is 
and that's like the entertainment system idea of it where you know i can stream from my computer to my television which is just the best thing in the world yeah um you know you got your you know obviously your hulu and your netflix and hbo um, and the all that stuff and i think that was that was like a huge moment um and that recognition of yeah this is this is supposed to be you should everyone should have one that's what i I find myself saying like oh just get an xbox 360 yeah to tons of people because they're like oh well oh i don't play video games like no you don't need to play video games you just just have it yeah get one for cheap and you know you're able to do all these things with it so um yeah that would probably be my my honorable mention i also i did love the dreamcast a great deal because i played a lot of nba 2k all right (laughs) uh that's gonna bring us to our final list oh i think bob has oh guests sorry hello guests uh uh, this is (laughs) bob uh, baker just hijacking (laughs) the show y'all yeah we're in his drug we're can't take it anymore exactly okay so no one the bob baker from trivial pursuits by the way not, (laughs) not that you care um yeah, Tyler's here too. No one cares. Um, meow. Meow, indeed. No one, no one, no one has mentioned the fucking Nintendo GameCube, which I think <laughs> no is, one needs oh. to mention the GameCube. Uh, no, I owned the, a GameCube. The GameCube has has several great titles. L- Luigi's Haunted Smash Mansion. Smash Brothers. It has Smash Brothers, which I've I've played for hours. And Mario and Party was uh, Mario Party's great. Mario Kart. Um, of course, Wind Waker is one of my favorite Zelda titles. It's a great game. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, let's not forget, complete portability, it's got a handle right on the fucking console. <laughs> <laughs> Bring okay, it everywhere. Yeah. And the, see, the joy, though, of, of the argument against it is that you made the argument yourself, is that every game you list that's great for it is made by Nintendo, because that's the only games that were any good, because everything else sucked, because it nobody had, wanted um, to make mini Lack discs. of a DVD, like, by that point, every system had come little out tiny had baby DVD. Things. Yeah, the yeah. little baby CDs. I got Sanity's Requiem the other day. That's an amazing game. I got that for like 20 bucks. Oh my god, I love that fucking game. It's great All game. right, now that Bob got his GameCube mentioned <laughs> in, we kind of talk about our final list. I think it's going to be pretty easy. Um, uh, the NES is going to be probably right up the there, number one, yeah. just yeah. the way... Everyone mentioned that, just the impact it has. Uh, the PlayStation 2, multiple mentions there, yeah. so I think it warrants a spot on the list. Uh, then we get in, um, we had a couple of mentions, I believe, for the Xbox 360. Uh, we had a couple of mentions for the Super Nintendo, I think three spots for that. Um, so there's debatable whether or not, you know, give a spot for the 360 and the current gens, the Super Nintendo. Uh, TJ had the Genesis as well. So... Pretty solid that we're the we're saying what number one's locked in NES yeah, yeah. number NES. two I'd be willing to give to the PlayStation two yeah I with the PlayStation fair. two with, with three solid. mentions uh, my my only issue would be um, I do not want the Genesis boxed out of this argument because <laughs> the the Genesis, spoken like a true Genesis kid the the Genesis <laughs> one if we're just gonna make this a uh, uh, Nintendo and PlayStation jerk off fest then well, I, hey, I want nothing oh to do God. with that well hey because we have they to, were better systems they they were better look I had better. a Genesis I know this pain it hurt me to say it no the Genesis, Genesis was all does flash out the front except but make good games the SNES had staying power that was the Look, uh, and if you want to talk about like RPGs and stuff, I mean the Fantasy Star series is fucking amazing. As is Shining Force, both on the fucking Genesis. The Genesis deserves a spot on this Mount Rushmore because, it, it, like I said, it paved the way for PlayStation <laughs> and Sony to, and, and Xbox to come I mean, in. He does have a legitimate point, and that it, was the and that Sega as a as a company paves the way to adult gaming. They do yeah. open it up, but unfortunately, as I said before, TJ, um, it's. <laughs> 
It's the Benjamin. It's just not that good of a system. It does not have the stake. It's uh, the Benjamin this, Franklin of Yeah. It, of, it's <laughs> never going to get it's never going to get its full never became president. Founding father. Founding father. It's just never got not president. as it just wasn't as good as the system. Well, well, what's going to take its place then? Xbox. Xbox 316. Xbox. I mean, that was my number one, so I can't argue against the Xbox. <laughs> so I think we're, t- we're saying the list would be the... You know, actually, I mean, it, uh, the more I think about it, excluding the Sega Genesis it's does a seem fucking wrong. It, se- it seems, yeah. You can, you can as much picture, as I hate yeah. Nintendo as, a, as its sole company, they... Fucking, I hate them, but okay, I admire Okay, well, let's put it this way. Think has, about, like, the fucking NBA Jam series. Okay. Like, NBA Jam was fucking <laughs> rocket on fucking uh, Sega. I'm willing, I'm willing, like, and all NHL? the sports games, like, all the NHL games, like, the fucking EA. Bill Walsh's look. college football. I'm, I'm willing to do the sports talk football. And the sports talk baseball was good, too. I'm willing yeah. to do an executive decision here and lean the Sega for the pure historical factors of what we've said about... It told Nintendo, "You're not the only guy on the block, and That's there's going to be other people, and that is important in the video game industry. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for them, as Daniel said, games would be incredibly watered down. Uh, that competition and variety is always a good thing in the marketplace. So I, I'm, I'm thinking fair. that you know Nintendo gets the number one spot, right. correct? We all we all agree that Nintendo is the granddaddy of this thing. I think the PlayStation Two comes next." Yeah, I'm saying too. I'm saying the SNES might have to get knocked out, and then we we put the 360 on there. The SNES can't get no, knocked out. I'm sorry. Look, I'm willing. I'm willing to to bow Look, right this now. This will be the last victory for fucking Sega. It has nothing left. Okay, so are we, we dropping? Put, we take out the we take <laughs> out we dropping SNES. a 360. Are, are we, we dropping, dropping a 360? I say we drop the SNES, man. No. I'm saying no. we put no, no. no. It is TJ and uh, God bless it, boy. You're fighting the fight that yeah. I love. We're giving you the Genesis, but yeah, we're, we're giving we're you a concession there. But the Super Nintendo is so fucking good. The, all right, if we're gonna do that, basically what we're saying is that the Genesis SNES. We're PS2, letting the terrorist win. No. No, we're, no, we're, we're basically disca- we have no next generation console like no no nothing that nothing since like 2000 and what uh, three basically and that's not necessarily bad in this discussion because all four of these systems were on the historical aspect of it uh, correct yeah. but in um, terms of mount rushmore there they hadn't put in, they hadn't put current presidents on there since that's true. yeah that's fair that's Teddy fair. Roosevelt. i mean yeah. it isn't a matter i, I would of just hate to uh to not i, I think we'll be lacking uh, to not put the three, I'm arguing for Genesis and the 360 right now. It's going to be look. I, I think it's either or. I think it's either. I or. mean, it look, TJ, you the Super Nintendo, it's really good. Go back and try it, man. It's really good. But I think we've already covered that base with the. You're the, at this point. You're arguing me like Stooges versus Ramones. <laughs> Like you really are. I'm just like, but there, but you can't discredit the students. Like no one's trying to discredit them. No one's no, trying to say the students are there. I'm not. I'm just but saying if we SNES want to be legitimate, if we want to be legitimate, if we, we want to be, be legitimate, we keep the Super Nintendo on there. If we want to bow to your wills, we give you the Genesis. Like, we're we doing are, that. We are yeah. keeping the Super Nintendo on there, and we're keeping the Genesis on there. It's a matter of. Uh, see, I feel like there PS2 has to be a and Xbox 360. Look, now. PS2, PS2 created the whole idea. The, the Xbox 360 piggybacked on it. There, there would have been the ability to do Netflix streaming in 2001. I'm, we would have had it on the PS2. I like where you're going yeah, with fair. this. I they like where you're first, going with yeah. this. I think 360 over PS2. 
Whoa, 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 whoa TJ. Come on, no. TJ. I, I have no. No, at this point, at this point, you're drunk with fucking I have a 360. It was as well. on three of our list. It was on three of our list. We currently, that, three of us currently own that system. That system is incredibly important historically as the next gen system that basically we all talked okay, about. The this. PS2 was. No, the PS2. It brought all of that to the future. It, did. it brought us it the did. future in I 2001. Because you didn't own one, that means you did actually. The, good. I couldn't the watch three, Netflix on that PS2. Because it didn't fucking exist. <laughs> the 360 got a mention. Facebook because Zuckerberg was still in fucking high school. The 360 got probably a, playing one the PlayStation 2. Yeah, and one was my third spot. And the, PS, mention. the PS2 was one spot for Daniel. And a three spot for Brian and a four spot for me. The Look, as a Genesis kid, I'm, I'm willing, as a Sega guy, like I said, that was, I'm glad that I found the one person. I always knew there was someone out there that yeah. carried that flag belligerently. Well, and still I was, did. There he is. Still. It Thomas was, Jefferson Rip is the one yeah. who carries the flag belligerently. Here's, here's the thing. I had, to, I had to hear shit from fucking Nintendo owners. Like, Super I, Nintendo. No, I America, obviously. America. Obviously. Because this is all these therapeutic to you. Make this, your stand. We need to wrap this up. I'm calling a Audible on the Field and putting the PS2. PS2 oh. wins. So our list for tonight, not I'm without debate, got on there. That's not all without I'm debate, say. is the NES, the SNES, and Genesis pretty much right, right next to each other, and the PS2 rounding it out. Uh, we want to thank our panel for this spirited debate. I didn't think this one was going to be as big, uh, <laughs> heated as it was, but that goes to show you video game systems do have a well, lot of emotional a tie and, and, and a lot of historical This has been tie. such a great, and it's, I know there was a lot of us, as Nick would say, of jacking each other off of our game there, but it's really great to be able to sit down with three other gentlemen and discuss the consoles and the way video games infect us. In fact, us. we grew up and, in different areas and all had very yeah, similar, similar right there. Yeah, it's a therapeutic experience. It was very nice. This was a nice show this until TJ shit it all over. <laughs> Whoa, thank you, TJ. No, thank you, Daniel. Thank you, TJ. And thank you, Brian. Uh, this again is Mount Rush 4. We want to thank you for listening. And until next time, listen to all the podcasts on the Well That's Cool Podcast Network and all the great content coming out.